Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yerko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Oh, we made it to Friday. We've got divisional weekend upon us. Be a little breakdown of all four of the games. Let's see if Johnny Handsome over there can uh, rip off a weekend like he did last week. Uh, impressive. We're live in our State Street studios. Put your mic on. My mic is on. Now it is. I'm a radio professional. I've been doing this for 23 years. Do you think my mic's not on? It is now. <laughs> I apologize to you, my friend. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Happy anniversary to you. 15 years. Yurko and I together for 15 years. For the first time. And, of today. course, we had our guy Harry Tynowitz with us. That's right. At the time. That's right. And uh, that's when this uh, whole little partnership thing started, huh? 15, 15 years. years today. 15 so, years. Uh, wow. What did you think of the party they threw for us up oh, there? Oh, phenomenal. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it's unbelievable. You know, most shows get to go to Mexico on an anniversary. You know, Name one. Yeah. Waddle and Sylvie. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, they get to go to Mexico. Other shows get to celebrate. Mm-hmm. We did have our wonderful six-and-a-half-year anniversary that we celebrated at Seven Bridges. That's right. Not many people celebrate six-and-a-half. Most people don't. We didn't know we were when we went there that day, but all of a sudden it became celebrations of six-and-a-half years of, of, of us being together. So um, any chance you and I get to spend together, every day feels like an anniversary for me. Yeah, that's right. I yeah, want no. you to know that. That's right. Me, you, the boys behind the glass, the yep. fellas. Yep. Today it's Chardog and Adam Abdallah. That's right. Usually Chris Black is back there also. But uh, any day spent with you, Carm, is like an anniversary for me. It's a day to celebrate. Uh, you said it's it a day, perfectly. It's a day to feel joy. It, 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 it's a day for embraces and hugs and kisses and such. It is a day for joy. Yes. It'd be nice if uh, maybe content director extraordinaire Danny Zetterman would buy lunch. How about if he just acknowledged On it? our 15-year anniversary. How about if he just acknowledged the fact that this was our 15th year anniversary? Danny can make up for it. By sending us to London to see the Bears. Do you we'll remember? Call it even. Done deal. We'll call yeah. it even. It's a done send deal. Send us to London. Do you remember, Carmen? Do you remember where you were? Because I was with you. Oh, I remember. When we found out that the af- the afternoon saloon was no more. 100%. And that you were going to be moved into that position. It was, wasn't it me, you, and JD? At, it was me and JD in, at, the, at, at a the, Buffalo, at, at a Hooters. No, at a Hooters in, in Wakanda. <laughs> was it Crystal Lake or Wakanda? It was up there. It I think it was West. Crystal Lake. Was it Crystal They're right next to each other. I'm yeah, pretty Crystal sure Lake, yeah. it was me. And JD doing a show. Abdallah was our producer. He was there. Yeah. And it was a Friday night. And on the shores of Lake Wazapamani. We were at a Hooters. <laughs> we were at a, me and JD were doing the show. It was at a Hooters. Hooters on a Friday night. I remember that was also the day that John Gruden was fired in Tampa. That was one of the big stories of that day. That was January 16th. Yeah, yeah, and we got word that uh, there was a shake at the stick. There was a shake at the stick. Let's go live. Oh, there's a shake at the stick. <laughs> who did who did Chet say that to? Chet said that who? to Larry Word. To, to Larry Word. After Larry there Wirt. was the there Boss. was, the, was an earthquake in San Francisco between the, uh, the, the World the, Series. San Francisco and Oakland were playing in the World Series. Boss. There's a shake at the stick. Should I go live? <laughs> <laughs> Only Chet can pull uh, he, that off. He wanted to break in. There's a shake at the stick. Now, I think Mac was there, and Mac heard the story. I think and you're so right. So when Mac tells the story, I mean, it's like he can even do the voice. I think Mac was his it's... was Chet's producer, yes. right? Yes, I think so. I think that's 100% right, and yeah. Mac used to always tell that story, how yeah. great it was. Like, that was Chet's reaction. There's a shake at the stick. We got to go live. Should we go live? It's the best. Rest in peace, Chet yeah. Topic. 
Um, oh, but, breaking news here or no, something. No, Chet. <laughs> yeah, stop it. I understand. But 15 years, yeah, I, 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 together, love, I love it. I, you know, people Feel ask Feel free us. to call 312-332-3776 with your congratulations. <laughs> yes. Okay, guys? Feel free to call with your congratulations. And, of course, all types of sports thoughts, especially the football ones we're going to discuss yes. today. Yeah. But uh, people always ask, what is Yurko really like? I said, he's exactly what, yeah. you, what you think, my, my, there my ain't friends. much mystery here. He's exactly what you think, and that's why I love I've him. I've got dirty underwear on today. <laughs> just to let you know. No, you don't. Did you just just turn it why? inside out? No, I just I picked it up off the floor. I don't know why. I just was a little fatigued this we morning. We should do trivia. Off of my three-day fast, I put the uh, pantalones on that were on the ground. Oh, my God. I don't even know. It we, looked like there might have been a little Snickers bar down there, too. Oh, uh, I don't know. On, I don't know, dude. Hopefully, it's not that scenty in here. Today. That is so unnecessary. I apologize. On this of all days, our fifteen year anniversary. Yes, has Danny responded days. to any of our, our texts or Nobody. like? Danny, are you buying lunch? Anything? Is your is he responding? He said he's we sending got free us lunch to coming. He said he's sending us to London. No, he didn't. Yeah. Did he, oh, did he say that to you? I, he didn't I, text that to no, me. No, I, I personal email. Oh no, 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 no response. I thought it was him. It's all we want for our anniversary, Danny. Yeah. We want to go to London for the Bears. And who do we think it's going to be? Bears and Jags. It's a Bears home game, but the Bears have the Jags at home this year, right? So it could be like Bears Jags. The Jags play a couple of their home games, and they just sandwich a road game. Hopefully, it'll be up at the it, lane. They used to call Tottenham Stadium. It's Tottenham Stadium now. They used to call White Hart Lane. Now it's Back Tottenham when it was intimate. It is there. Yeah, that's where the Bears yeah. are playing yeah. at Tottenham. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. So that's where we'll be. And it's going to be glorious. I hope so. I'm really angling hard for that. I'm pushing hard because I don't want to spend my own money to get over yeah. there. Because if not, I think I'm going to go anyway. Tottenham making a little bit of a comeback this year uh, in the way they played and in their form yeah. with Angie Pastaglu. I yes. think that's his name. How do I think? Did I mispronounce that? I don't know. What did you You're say? asking the wrong I was guy. talking to Charlie. Ta- I'm sorry. Tottenham's head coach. I said they're coming back. They're kind of playing in know? form. It's your guy. And it's Angie Puss. I, I, forget, I don't know how to it's, pronounce uh, it. Put, I don't want to say something that's going to get me yeah, kicked off the air. Pasta clue. Either way. I think it's pasta clue. Yeah. They're back in form is what I'm trying to say. That's all I want to say is they're back in form. So good Angie. for Tottenham. Yeah, Angie. I said Angie. Pasta. Yeah. told you. Ooh. You're looking at it. It's not that easy. He's, so he's Greek? How you would you hear, say that? you got to hear somebody pasta say it. Kolu. Yeah. Pasta Kolu, maybe? Either way. The, the, the G's got to be silent, right? The point is, they're pasta in form. Pasta Koglu. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's pasta not silent. Koglu. So it's That's not silent. silent. Pasta Koglu. Pasta Koglu. Either way, they're in form. That's where we're going to be calm. Okay. Maybe we'll be taking listeners with us. That's what I'm excited I'm, about. I'm in. That's uh, Sylvia and I were talking about it over dinner last night. We were at Cut having dinner with uh, Tommy Waddle and uh, our old general manager, Jim Pastor. Oh, nice. Yeah, we had a little, uh, you know, a little, reunion a little sit of down. Little sit he down. wanted to celebrate uh, our 15 year anniversary. Ah, remember, he remembered. Yeah. Yeah, Jim remembered, of yeah. course. And, and you guys did invite me to this. Yes, dinner. we did. You did. I kind of got a kind of side swipe invitation after that, going, wait, you guys are going to cut? Yeah, Yurk, you want to come? You know who we saw <laughs> last night? <laughs> Not really an invitation. But Sylvie and I were talking about, um, you know, the London trip and how we might do it even if we don't go as a station because it'd be fun. You know who we saw last night? The the golden Greek god himself. Fred Smurlis? No. Uh, no. Chris Chelios. Oh, Chris Chelios. Looking like okay. he just came off the beach in Malibu. Yeah, he's you know? always got a I mean, my God, he's so perfectly he's a tanned. Kid. Did you ask him for tickets to the Blackhawks game? I did not. How am I going to ask him for that? Yeah. Chelly, by the way, with all your family and friends that you're accommodating. Right. Put me on the uh, list. 
put you know, me on the list. Put me on the list. Bring me in the suite. That way I can cover it live for ESPN 1000. Please. Come on, Carm. I got to find an angle in Be there. Be inventive. I, 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 I just go. gave it to you. Be no, inventive. No, I didn't ask Chelly to put me on the list for his retirement ceremony, but I do want to be there that night. I love Chelly. I've never liked the, 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 and listen, you know, do what you want. Okay, I get it. I've never liked the booing of him when he's come back. You know who I was talking about that with? Uh, Ed and Lyle. Ed said I'm, I was being a little, uh, Eddie said I'm being a little, he did not like one bit what happened with the, the Kraus thing. That kind of, that's how it came up. Remember, we were yeah. talking about what happened with Kraus and his right. widow last week. Right. And Thelma, Eddie, what's your name? Thelma, yeah, yeah. Kraus. And, but, but Eddie was like, you're giving Chelly too much of a pass. And man, I, I don't know. I loved Chris Chelios. I grew up, you know, he came here. He's from here. He's a, he was the captain. They went to a cup with him. He's you know, he might be the greatest American-born. He's certainly one of the handful of great American-born players of all time. Maybe Not it's Medano, maybe it's Kaner. Not but Chelios is one of them. Not only that. Uh, he's from here. I just loved but him. Anybody that has played with him, yeah, I'm talking on the ice and off the ice, will tell you what a great guy he is. What a fantastic guy Chris Chelios is. You know what I'm saying, right? Yes. A man's man. A real backdoor man. <laughs> I just, I always loved Chelly growing up. Even before he came back to Chicago, because as a young hockey fan, he was so good in Montreal, and you knew he, oh, that's a kid from Chicago. Look right. at And so, I don't know. I've never liked the booing. Um, that's just me. And I hope there's not a lot of it when his jersey does get retired. And we talked to him last fall, the day after the Pearl Jam concert, when Eddie Vedder announced that we had Shelly right, on. And right. I, think, I think it's uh, w- well overdue. And... Even if you don't like the way his tenure here ended, you know, saying he'd never play for Detroit and then sort of angling for that trade to Detroit, even if you don't like it, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to acknowledge that he's certainly one of the great Hawks of the last 40 years and that the jersey belongs up there. I don't um, think there's any any gray area. And I know the whole Seabrook thing, like, I mean, it's, it's tricky. Yeah, Seabrook and Pitt, I don't think and so. And the great Pitt Martin. You remember Pitt Martin. Well. Well, I'm just saying he was number seven. Too. I know. I don't think so. I don't. And and do I think Seabrook is jersey retire? Like, is he is he worthy of having his jersey retired? I'd probably say yes. But there's going to be a lot of retirements from that run, right. and you got to like it's Duncan some, Keith is going to be well, retired. Duncan no Keith is a no brainer. Uh, Hosa Hosa is a yeah. no brainer. Yeah, eighty one will never be worn again. Uh, Kane and Taves, Taves are no brainers. Taves and Kaner, yes, absolutely. they're no brainers. No brainers. I'm not even thinking. And so, like, does Seabrook? 36 is safe. Two? Dave Boland's number is safe. God it's loves safe. some Dave Boland. What about uh, by Fuglian? Buffalo. No, stop it. Oh, None what of a those. great player, though, he was. Uh, the list ends. Stop. It's those four, and then it would end. And then, be, and then it would end at Seabrook. Yeah. And and there's nobody over. after that. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think Crawford. I concur. Right? Not even. No. no. Crawford wasn't there for all three. He won two. Yeah. Which is not three, right? That's true. Two is less than three. It is. Yeah, last time I checked. Last time I checked, two. Two in front of three is Michael Jordan and. And some other greats here in the city of Chicago. Yeah, I think it ends at not including Devin Hester. I think it's the four we mentioned. <laughs> I think it's the four we mentioned for our. Uh, they're obvious, and then maybe Seabrook with like a you know a dual retirement at some point, adding him to Chelly. But anyway, I got sidetracked. But we, we saw Chelly last night. He Great. sends his best. He Beautiful. said hi to everybody. I know he's a good man. He's yeah. Chelly's, I caught him one Chelly's day. Great. I caught him one day. I had tickets to a Cubs game, and I was at the corner bar. Of uh, uh, right field side on the corner across the street from the stadium, right field side, 
So that's the old, right. uh, it's the old uh, sports Some corner. corner. Sports corner, but yeah. But it's something different now, isn't I it? I was in there, then we gallivanted out of there about the third inning, and nobody was in over uh, outside of center field. Yeah. Beth's place. What's that Murphy's. called over there? Murphy's. Yeah. yeah. We're in Murphy's. And there he is by himself at the back bar. By himself? Yeah, by, by himself. He must have done something over across Maybe. the street, yeah. and then he came over. He's by himself. I go, Chelly, what's going on? Yeah, by the way, they retired. And then he gave me one of them cross-eyed looks like, I kind of know who you are, but I don't know. So I said, John Yerkovich with ESPN 1000. Yeah. He's like, yeah, good. You know, then then it's yeah. everything back. I said, what are you doing? Let me get you a drink. And so we sat and shot the blank for a little bit. But it looked like, you know, he didn't want to be. He's just by himself. Yeah, he was uh, by himself, like he wanted to be by himself intentionally. So I gallivanted away and with my group, and we, you know, we're at two, two, three tables over. You know, no issues. You know what I'm the, saying? The Hosa. Uh, uh, when did they retire Hosa jersey? Was that last year? Or two years ago? I know the Hosa. Oh. You know, Hosa's is retired, and yeah. then they'll go through the rest of them. Right. Once those guys, uh, at some yeah. point, they'll do a. a but no, a Pitt Martin, huh? No. No, Ivan Boldarev? No. Oh, what a Stop shame! It. Led the team in scoring three years. You know that in the mid seventies, the great Ivan Boldarev, number twelve. <laughs> Sorry, my hockey stuff. Now we're starting to talk hockey. I want to talk football, but you sent us hockey. I didn't mean to. I'm I'm a, on our anniversary, you can do what you want, all right? Yeah, it's our anniversary. Happy anniversary, kid. Do what you want today, That's all right? literally why I didn't turn on my microphone and say something. Hawks got blanked. I'm yeah, thinking about, the only reason. I'm thinking about Friday, getting, it's you my know, anniversary, but, you know, me and you. I can't get hot with you. I'm thinking about getting hot tonight. You should put that on your agenda, too, all right? You know? You know what I'm saying? I can't get hot with you. I'll get hot with somebody no, I'm, else. I'm not going to get hot with you. Sorry, Carm. If, if I, I went that direction, you know you. it'd be Cristiano Ronaldo I'm with you. or uh, Rodriguez. Rodriguez? Yeah, the shortstop. Alex Rodriguez? Oh, yeah. I got a Latin flair. I don't know what it is. I didn't know you had a thing for Alex I, Rodriguez. If I, if I went that direction, I've got a Latin flair. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> what I have. <laughs> I got a little Latin. I like Portuguese, you know. Um, that's not Latin, really. Well, for well, me, I guess it is. It's it's a romance language. It's, it's a romance language. Come I on, I wouldn't consider that Latin, though. I've got a little uh, thing for Latin women. So that would that mean that like I would definitely have a thing for Latin men? I don't too? know if it would. I just said if I, I would think for Latin women. You remember this? There's a big if in front of what I'm saying. Yes. If yes. I went that direction, mm-hmm. that would be you know Ronaldo, Alex Rodriguez types. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. Like for me, Salma Hayek. All day. Jay Lopez, you know, she 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 don't usually go a bad direction. J Lo. J Lo's good. Yeah. But Salma Hayek, the queen. You like that. Salma Hayek's the queen. So who's mine? Who's the one married to Michael Douglas? Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah, she's got a good look about yes, her. Yes, she does. And uh who's the other one? Penelope something? Penelope Cruz. Whoa. Now we're getting into the like the Latin Hall of Fame. There you go. Salma Hayek's the How queen, and after that, I, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll see your Penelope Cruz. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'll raise you a... Who's the one on Modern Family? Oh, Sophia Vergara. Oh, yeah. I'll raise you a Sophia Voluptuous. Vergara. Voluptuous. Adam, is this better than Hockey Talk? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Voluptuous. What, the uh, Modern Family? Yeah. What's your... Uh, Voluptuous. What's your flavor over there, boys? What do you... They, they got the you Latin know, thing? What do you, got what, do you, what do you have? What do you like? Well, you can be. You can be on. Whitney's no, not listening. I Whitney's mean, not fine. listening. I don't. I mean, uh, I don't. Uh, no, I'm saying. Then that, no, 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 no. I don't. Uh, you don't discriminate. Yeah, but, but you pa- might I've have got a, a. I've got a, uh, a full forbid. palette. Hey, you know what God I mean? forbid something bad happens. A full palette. You know what palette. I'm saying? You know what God I mean? forbid something bad happens. I don't. Uh, Stop it, you're And you know? had to venture out. Stop it, you're Chardog, what about you, buddy? You're, you're, sing, you're young you're and single, single man. about the heart, you know? What are you all about the, the heart? heart? He's not young and single. He's got a girlfriend. It hasn't well, been broken yet. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all, all about, about the, the heart. Until it gets broken. I don't even know what that means. And then you become a scorned, burned individual. Uh, so, uh, in honor of um, our anniversary, we'll do our, our take five of the hottest Latin yeah. <laughs> movie stars ever before Sweet. we're done at two. I got a little lather worked out. I had to take the jacket off. Uh, you want to talk football? Let's we got talk calls, to too. People. We'll take some calls. Don't forget to congratulate Boy, is on Is Chase going to call every, every day, day just to talk about the Bears quarterback? Hold on. Don't I forget. Said, I literally said to him, he goes, I want to talk about the Bears quarterback situation. I go, Chase, you say that every day. And he goes, no, I'm changing my point. I got different flavor. All right. Different we'll get... flavor. Savor the flavor, I got creative my ways of talking about it. <laughs> no, oh, you <boy>. don't. <laughs> don't forget to congratulate us, guys. It's our anniversary. That's the most important thing. 312-332-3776. If you want to ring us up today. I want to play some Lewis Riddick from Waddle and Sylvie in a little bit. He was on yesterday. So everybody, man, has got, uh, boy, the opinions on fields. It is really, like, hotly contested and debated. More than uh, more than almost any quarterback in recent memory, it feels like to me. I guess Dak has always been pretty hotly debated. Kirk Cousins as well. But the fields thing is really, really Only cooking. because the Bears have the number one pick. I think that's why. That's why. You're that's right. why it's hotly debated. You're right. Yep. Because you can make an immediate yeah. change instantaneously. You could pivot. It wouldn't like if they were picking eleventh. It wouldn't be quite the same. Right. If you're, they were picking where they're picking now, ninth, it wouldn't be the yeah, same. Yeah, you're right. About Absolutely that. not. Yeah. That's why you got the first pick. So you can ring us up, uh, Chase. What's up, man? Hey guys, what, what's up? What you guys doing? We're Happy good. Friday. Happy, Happy Friday. Friday. And it's our anniversary too, right? Happy thank, anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate thank you. that. Thank you for recognizing it. Appreciate it very much. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so I was trying to ask you guys uh, about this. So about the uh, coaching search, um, OC search. Um, so obviously, when they do these coaching search, the one thing that I'm trying to figure out is they, if you know, because I know Poe's got to keep it close to the vest because he doesn't really want to know what people know what he's going to do with Fields as far as trading them. So obviously, these coordinators want to know uh, what what position the Bears are going in with the quarterback, right? I, I mean, because. I, I, I don't know. You know. I'm not so sure. Yurko's kind of addressed that. I'm not so sure about that, like that they feel like they have to be told who the quarterback's going to be. The Bears might not know yet, Chase. But, well, what I'm saying is is that if you bring these guys in for interviews, because outside league circles, you still want to evaluate if they do decide to move on from fields and yeah. trade them. You don't want to diminish his trade value already and say, "Oh yeah, we're moving on from already." Oh, that's true. And you bring in certain offensive coordinators. You bring in, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, isn't that you letting your left hand know what your right hand doing? Yeah, you're playing all of it. If you're the Bears, pretty close to the vest right now. You've got to. And thanks, Chase. You've got to pick. You've got to pick the guy that 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 can really grab the reins of this offense and make it better than it was these last yes. Two years. Whether that's with Fields or with a different quarterback, uh, that's that's what they need, and that's what polls. And it sure sounds like uh, polls is going to be the one I tell pulling you, the trigger on this. The one thing I've noticed with the quarterbacks that have been successful that I've been with, there's an air of confidence about them, uh, a sense of invincibility, and a short memory. They are. Supremely confident in what their abilities are and what they can do. Yeah. And if they make a mistake and they screw up, they figure out why and then they forget about it and they don't allow it to affect them as they move forward. Josh Allen's a good example. Yeah. Almost like a, uh, a, a, a an ambivalence 
mm. about the mistake that they've made. They found out why, and they said, okay, process it, and then it's gone. And then you wipe and there's it. nothing you can do about it because you know yeah. you're going to make some mistakes over the course of the day. That's good. But the ability not to have things affect you. Mm-hmm. Marino, Favre, little bit of Brunel. It was that, okay, fine. Brunel threw five interceptions in a game. Mm. We ended up losing against the Rams. Yeah. But he came back. He came back. And he was mocked and he was made fun of. And then he came back and it didn't matter to him. He went about the business of then, you know, finding ways to help the team win. And McArdle and Jimmy Smith developing at that time. So it was like, okay, hell with it. It's a learning day. And that's what it was. You know who had that? It just wasn't as good as those guys you mentioned. Jay had that. Yeah. Jay had that right. ambivalence, didn't he? Yeah. And he seemed to have that about everything. Yeah. Well, or, when D'Angelo Hall intercepted him four times, he goes, in my game plan, next week we play him, I'm yeah. going straight at him. Okay. There you go. Like, Jay very much had yeah. that. Yeah. And you got to have it if you're going to be a successful uh-huh. quarterback. You can't be a wallflower and you can't be timid. The quarterback position is not a place for somebody who's timid. Right, yeah. And I, and I don't think either one of us is saying that about Justin, by the way. I don't. He doesn't We're appear not. to me to be. We're not. I'm not talking about that. I think he's that. got that air of confidence. I'm talking about yeah. he has to have a sense of that right. to be able to bounce back every single week. Right. And remember, the Bears' offense did throw for 3,400 yards this year. In the games that Bajan was in there, Bajan threw for 800 yards. I yes. think they're at 3,300, 3,400 yards. Uh, that sounds so, right. So everybody with all the stats and everything they want to say, remember still, this is all not, done in 12 starts. I get it. The touchdowns. The touchdowns aren't one point something per game or this or that per the game. The Bears threw first. I get it. 3,096 yards. Yeah, 396, was it's it? It's just not a lot of yards. Well, man. hold on. That's team with sacks. That's look, true. Look at the raw All numbers. Right. Look a, at the raw numbers. Raw numbers, I should say. They combined for 19 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. Okay, but give that's me the no numbers. Good. Give me the other numbers of the individuals added okay, together. Hold on. Yeah, I, I thought that when I heard that, I said, well, those are team stats. Those aren't individual passing stats. No, you're right about that. Yeah. That's going to be the team. That's, that's going like to be the if team you gave up 40 sacks, each one averaged about six yards. Like you're looking two. at 240 yards that you got to add back into the mix. That's all. You know, 3,400 yards. Thank you. Like you're I right. said, 3,400 yards. 3421. If he drew for 3421, the touchdowns are the things that concern you. The touchdowns. 19 to 15. I mean, that's terrible. It's not enough, Carm. I get it. It's not enough. Terrible. I I understand, but. At the same breath, I see the throws. I see them. I see them. They're there. He's got them. He's just got to be willing to pull that damn trigger. You got to wait. Listen, it happens when you're in a uh, hunting, when you're in a, a duck blind, or you're up there in a the stand looking down at a deer. At the end of the day, the decision to fire is still there. There's a decision to, to draw it up and pull the trigger is still there. Like same it. thing with the quarterback. Quarterback drops back. He's got to fire. fire. He's got to pull the trigger. Oh, I need my guy to pull the trigger. Pull it. Pull I don't it. think I, I don't think I could shoot the deer. You couldn't. No, I'm a bird hunter, so I've never I, hunted yeah, deer. Yeah. But let me tell you, had some venison goulash the other day that was unbelievable. And so I'm like, I'm a hypocrite because I I'm a meat eater. No, you're not. But I couldn't shoot a deer. Carmen, it's just not in your nature to, I couldn't do it. to do that. And it's not for everybody. And here's the other thing. And you don't have to do it if you don't want to do it. Nobody's going to make you do it. I think I could probably. Hunt the duck. Oh, yeah. Pheasant. Well, but what did the poor Ooh. duck do to me? I don't want to shoot the deer, but I'll shoot the duck. The poor, duck, I, the poor duck didn't do a thing to you. I, but you should see it when you cook it, cook it up. I know. It's delicious. You, you put it in. You score the I'm fat terrible. on the I'm one terrible. side. Oh, my. It's delicious. Heavens. Like, I could shoot the duck, but I couldn't shoot the deer. There's no way. How flavorful duck is. I can't shoot the little bambi. And, and the wood duck makes for fine the table fare. Yeah. Fine table fare, Carmen. I couldn't shoot the deer. 
It's like in uh, My Cousin Vinny when she finds out he's going hunting. Remember? Yeah. And she does the whole spiel. Yeah. You get a little drink of water. Yeah. And bam, somebody yeah. shoots your effing head off. What about possum? You think you can shoot a possum? Yeah, I can shoot a That's possum. Disgusting. Animal. But they say it tastes great. Ugh. Yeah. I'll never know. Sewer, ma- sewer rat may taste like pumpkin pie, but I'll never know. Because I wouldn't eat the filthy. You know what? Is that a movie quote? That is from. That's coming from somewhere. That is from Pulp Fiction. Thank you. Sewer rat may taste like pumpkin pie. Joe's in Edison Park. What's up, Joe? Hey, good morning. Happy anniversary, fellas. Oh, I thank, love you. thank you. Joe. Thank you very thank much. You. I, I wish don't... I could listen more. Yeah, how'd you find out? But, uh, but I have to work, so I got to adjust my work schedule so I can listen. But, That's uh, all good. The reality is, I'm not sure where That's Justin is. It would help to have a, a top flight offensive coordinator. And we need to upgrade our talent because if you look at. Uh, who's in the media and who's in all the promotional videos, it ain't any Bears. Other than D.J. Moore, we don't have any game-breakers on offense. And we so we really have to invest in better wide receivers, better coaches, better linemen, and then see where we got. And if, if they got a chance to get a phenom at quarterback, I hate to say it, I think they almost have to, but if you don't surround them with the right with the right uh, accessories, that ain't going to work either. I agree so with a few. I listen for what you guys th- think about it. Thanks, Joe. I agree with a few of those points. I'm not as big as uh, on the, and I think Sylvie and I have made this point a lot here on our shows recently. I'm not as big on they need more wide receiving help or they don't have enough playmakers. Few of those points I agree with, especially some of the things they can do to upgrade They've their line at center, and they they should, and they need to have their offensive line be together in training camp, the whole training camp. That way, they can get some cohesiveness in there. Center, they're upgrading. They are. So Period. I think Joe's right there. I think an upgraded coordinator. Right. Yes, I don't think and it's I'm, as dire as the, at I'm the receiver glad position. He didn't mention the running back room because I no. think the running back room is fine. Fine, you cycle them in and out doesn't make Look a difference. Look what they've done the last two I heard years. Somebody say get Saquon. I, I don't want. Oh Saquon. come Sorry, on. I don't want Saquon. Saquon. Saquon is. Um, for me, he's no better than anybody the Bears got Come in the backfield. On. And the guys we have are much less expensive. Uh, so if Danny, you're watching on YouTube, yeah. uh, you can see that Danny Zetterman has brought uh, cupcakes. Well, you went out and got those quick. Where'd you go? Sweet Mandy Bees? Got them quick. I had it. What, what do you want me What'd to have, have them in my ordering? office all day so they get stale? The We sat in our meeting, and I was waiting the whole time. Maybe he knows it's our anniversary. He went running down to Magnolia. Maybe he knows it's our anniversary, and he's just keeping it close to the vest. Thanks for the roses. Yeah, Chocolate roses. Beautiful. I would spare yeah. no expense for Carmen and Yarko. Just got off a three-day <laughs> fast, and the guy Danny, brings listen. me cake. Chocolate roses. <laughs> I mean, We've got peanut on? butter and jelly. Regular chocolate, chocolate, red velvet. Carm, I know you like Carm, a red velvet. I can't. I already had my, I had my Friday donut from Donut Vault. I can't have that now. It's your 15 year no, anniversary. Most it marriages is. don't make it this long. All right, let's let's be honest Amen. with each other now. Don't worry about it. You forgot. It's no big deal. That's fine. Can you make a commitment on the air here on today, air. January 19th, our 15th anniversary, that the Carmen and Yurko crew? Are going to London for the game. Make the announcement, Danny. Make the announcement, Danny. Make the announcement, Danny. And the big to-do that's going to happen with it. And the big to-do that's going to happen with it. I got a big announcement coming. Big announcement? But it's not today. (laughs) But I promise. And it's not London. January 29th, tune in. I got a big announcement. When when are you making the announcement? About what? 
You just said you've got a big announcement. I don't know. i got to come up with something to announce. He's got to come up with something. i got to figure out something to announce. But on Harvey. January 29th, you'll make that announcement. I will make an announcement. Okay. I'll announce something January 29th. Ah, I can't Congra- wait. Listen, congratulations. 15 years. Most Glorious couples years. don't stay together this long. I That's can't right. wait to hear uh, the game Abdallah has planned for you where we see how much you know about each other later wait. today. Oh, Adam, yeah. we should have done that. I know a ton about couples. We, we are doing that. Our you better, I know Carmen. You be- he enjoys a French tickler. I uh, I called Steve Mariucci, who was a guest at your six and a half year anniversary. I asked him to come on today. Did he you- said, "Call me back at uh, sixteen and a half years." Yeah. So yeah, only every ten years. Really text yeah, Mooch. Of course, Mooch is only every ten years. He Mooch said, "Call me best. back in a half year." Call me back in a year and a half. Mooch is the best. We Can- need to get Mooch on. Actually, we didn't talk to him once this football. Not season. once this year. He's a busy I man. I love talking to Mooch. All right, well, Danny, that's it. Blow those candles out. You're going. Happy anniversary. He Blow just he just hocked a loogie all over him. No, so I didn't. Good luck. That was a dry blow. It's a dry blow. Danny, take a cupcake. <laughs> On our I've anniversary, Danny. I've been victimized by that before. Take a cupcake. Come on. Uh, peanut butter and jelly caram cupcakes, yeah, huh? I don't know if I'm like they look delicious. I know you're I a red velvet. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Thanks right. for coming down. Mazel tov, congratulations. Uh, many, the best to help hey, to both of you. Not many people will tell you this, too. You're a hell of a boss. I want you to know that. You're you top are, you notch. You are a hell of a boss. I don't care what everybody else says about you. You're number one in my book, okay? Well, thank you, Johnny. Thank <laughs> That's you. That's all that matters. Car Mazel right. Tov. Mazel Tov, buddy. Thank you. Yes. Thank Mazel Yeah, look, I am. Look good things. You're going to have one of those cupcakes, I know. Chardon, come get a cupcake. I have one. I got off a three-day fast yesterday, right? Had yeah. soup. Look at this Charlie. morning, I had yeah. eggs. Look Charlie, you can go. Charlie's dilly. like take whatever you want. Charlie runs in well, here. Get one for Adam, too. This one right here. Charlie, take one for later, too. Seriously. Oh, yeah, take one for the house. Come on. Take one for the girl. Take one for the lady friend. She's out of town. Oh, put it in wraps. Put it in a freezer. Save it for her. she comes back, she'll love it. Uh, all oh, right. man, Listen, we were all over the place. Sit tight on the phone. Sit tight, guys. We'll Don't breeze. forget to tell us how wonderful we are today. <laughs> we'll breeze through a bunch of calls when we come back. Whether you want to tell us how wonderful we are or if you just want to talk about wild, uh, I'm sorry, uh, divisional weekend or if you'd like to talk uh, Bears, quarterback, OC. Boy, that list, man, it is. It's an impressive list. Now you got to find the right guy. Do they got uh, Kingsbury in today? I, 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 think, I think he's in today. today. He's in, in today? today? Yeah. Kingsbury, Marcus Brady, Zach Robinson, Kubiak, Clint Kubiak, not the old man, Shane Waldron, Greg Olson, not the tight end, the quarterback's coach, Thomas Brown, Liam Cohen, who's an interesting guy from Kentucky, who's coached also uh, in the league under McVay, who's now back as the OC at Kentucky, Greg Roman, maybe the name I like least on the whole list, and he's got the most experience out of all those guys, but I still... Does this matter at all? They're going to Cliff Kingsbury. He's not coming here. Uh, is, is, well, they probably just want to get out of town and go to California. Yeah. Yeah, you, I don't where know, is Scottsdale? Is he still living I in Scottsdale? Would, I wouldn't have him come here and interview this week either. I, I think it's like, happening ah. in California at Santa Anita. He's either, I don't know if, I'm assuming not, he still lives in Scottsdale. So now that USC season's over, I'm assuming he's back in Arizona. He might be. He's got that great house. He's got that house yeah. in Arizona. Would you ever leave? He's not coming here. Bumping around Old Town, Scottsdale. You know, I, I don't blame Pulse for being like, you know what, we'll come see you. We'll visit Scottsdale for the weekend. 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. All right, it's Friday. Four NFL playoff games this weekend. 
We are looking forward to them very much. We'll cross out with Waddle and Sylvie in about an hour and a half. Tyler and Abdallah again, again tonight after Waddle and Sylvie from 6 until 8. So plenty of Bears NFL thoughts throughout the course of the day. Yurko, uh, 285 games, right? Am I doing the math right? 285 games on the NFL schedule, including playoffs. 285 was the grand total. 17, right? 17 times 17, Seven. isn't it? What's, no, uh, what is it? Uh, 32 times 17 divided by 2. 272 uh, regular season. 56 yeah, plus, plus 13 playoff games. 285. Yeah. yeah, 285. 285 games, and we're down to just seven left. That's it, my friend. I'm nervous. <laughs> I am nervous. Before we get back out to the phones... And we don't have to go, like, heavy into all the games yet. We'll do that just after one. Excuse me. Um, Still cough, huh? Yeah, it just, like, won't go away. It's weird. Just will not go away. Anyway, I digress. Will the young quarterbacks, and specifically I'm talking, obviously, about the rookie C.J. Stroud going on the road for the first time now in the playoffs, and Jordan Love, who's not as young, he's been in the league, but this is his first year as a starter, will they come back down to earth And how much will the quality of opponent factor into that? Because they're going now on the road to play the top seeds who are well-rested. The quality of opponent and then being on the road is the combination that kind of has guys falling back to earth. You see the regression coming this weekend a little bit? Maybe a little bit. Doesn't mean that it won't be a close game. You're getting nine, nine and a half points with a couple of teams out there. Yes. Those are a lot of points to be given up. A lot of points. Because you could be winning by 16, all of a sudden you get a touchdown, you got yourself a cover. Yes. Okay, the game can be not as close, so it's gambling aspect of it. Um, but what happens is these better teams got a chance to rest. They got a chance to get healthy. They got a chance to watch all the games. Now they get their chance to get out there mm. and beat the living H out of the team that's coming in to play them. Right. So San Francisco, same thing with Green Bay. Uh, of the two teams, Green Bay and Houston, which one do you think is playing better right now? Of the two teams, Green Bay and Houston, which one's playing better? I think the better Green version, Bay. Yeah, the better version of winning football is probably Green Bay. I think so. Green, Bay, Green Bay's going in to play a tough San Francisco team. They're going to want to put the ball on the ground. They like moving the ball via the ground. If they can w- win on the ground with Aaron Jones, then they do the play-action passing, and that kind of sets up a bunch of things. Uh, the pass rush is a little bit uh, ferocious for San Francisco. It is. It's a little bit and ferocious. Especially Eric Armstead's coming back. It looks like he's a big part of their D-line. So. And surprisingly enough, the Green Bay defense still plays good. The last two weeks, I've been very impressed. So I, I, I just looked that one to be a tight game. I don't think Green Bay wins that game, but I think Green Bay stays in the game the whole day. Okay. So, you know, if they would lose by three or they lose by four, that makes sense to me. If they lose by seven at the end, they're tied, and there's a touchdown, you still get the cover. Northy made this point. Mike North made this point uh, to me when we recorded Odds Couple, and you can get the Odds Couple now. Encore replays tomorrow at 1, but just listen on demand. You've got the app anyway. Uh, make sure you've got the ESPN Chicago app. Tell all your family, all your friends, and you can catch up on all the shows, all the original podcasts. This week's Odds Couple is up. We broke down all four games, and Mike was making the point about San Fran. I mean, they got to be licking their chops, you know. Home field, uh, the Eagles just wilted down the stretch. Yep. They're out. Like, Dallas is out, and I don't know, I think we saw last week, maybe Dallas not quite as good as the regular season, you know, win total indicated. But Dallas is out. The Rams were probably the scariest team. They're out. Yep. And I don't mean to disrespect any other team, like Green Bay or the Bucks or the Lions, but San Fran's got to be looking at the slate now. Yeah. Licking their chops, like, this is our time. Here we go. We control this game. The next game, 
for them, I think they feel it's going to be easier. And it's going to be on the West Coast, the NFC Championship yes. game. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. They got to be thinking like it's this is going to be easier. And they know that. Shaping up quite nicely for they, us. They know that. Let's say hi to Rudy and Sherville. What's up, Rudy? Rudy! Hey, guys. Congratulations on your anniversary. Thank Thanks, buddy. You. And your congratulations on your three-day fast. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I, Carm, I know you don't like parlays. I don't. But I know you. I, okay. But I know you like value. <laughs> All right, six point teaser plus two fifty, and if you even want to bump up to a seven point teaser, you're still getting two hundred. Who, 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 who we teasing? Who we teasing? Well, I'm te- I'm definitely teasing the nine point teams. Okay, that makes sense. I can't. I I don't. I'm a little concerned about the Lions game, and I think. As much as I like Kansas City, I'm probably going to take Buffalo. Really? On a tease. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. All right. Good luck, Rudy. We're cheering for you. There's a prop swap. Teasers. There's a prop swap ticket that is for sale now. Luke Pergandy told us this morning. Guy had Orioles to win the division. Check. Heat to win the East. Check. He's got Chiefs to win the AFC. $300 $300 bet pays $112,000. Market value is about twenty six dollars right now when you think about where the Chiefs are in regards to their odds for the AFC. Yeah, so I market value is about twenty six dollars So we were, we were talking to Luke. He's not sure if this guy's going to sell it or not. He thinks he might if he can get a full 26000 and I would. And I know one hundred twelve dollars is a lot. And I kind of What did the Chiefs have to do? Win the AFC. So they'd have to win two more games. Two more games. Yeah. I think the Chiefs. I think. I think they're the in tough against the Bills. The Bills are, are the, one know, of man. the hotter teams coming down the stretch. They're so they beat had up. To play and they play desperate. They are beat up. They're so beat up. They are beat up. But you got guys stepping up. You got guys stepping up. And where's Kansas City? On the road. On the road. On the road. For, and Mahomes for the first time for in the playoffs. The, for the first time in forever. You know he's never lost yeah. in uh, Wild Carter Divisional Weekend. He's never lost. That's just stupid. All right, Eric. Let's say hi to our buddy Viking Scott. What up, Scotty? Scotty. Gentlemen, happily 15 years. I've been there since day one with you two schmucks. And I love every minute of every time I call, every time I listen here at the office. Helps me get through the day. So once again, guys, God bless you for another 15. I know that's not part of the retirement plan, York, but um, (laughs) congratulations on the 15. It's definitely not. Thanks, Scotty. And by the way, my wife's a little upset, though, going to this playoff weekend. You know why? You guys were talking about the women guy thing. Sean McVay's not around to be seen on camera. Yes, you know? yes. That she probably hits her top five list, I'm sure, like oh, number one next to Matthew McConaughey or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If she had yeah. to, you know, if, if she, she had only to. if she had to. If, That's her list you know, of five, right? You know, I'm I'm like one of those catch. I'm like one of those bad crappie at the bottom of the lake that right. comes out a little yeah. a little yeah. iffy. Yeah. So, guys, I want to just point out the Bear fans. I want to help you out with this thing to analyze Caleb Williams. All right. What you got to do is you got to go back and you got to find it because now with YouTube and all that, you can find videos of Patrick Mahomes his senior year and just pick about six or seven clips and then compare Caleb Williams. But it's tough to do if you're not a football guy. Once again, I grew up in him. My dad was an eighth grade football coach. You got to just watch release points, the way he throws the ball, Mm -hmm. the way he reads the defense, the way he can throw that deep out, the deep post. And when you compare it, I'm telling you, most fans, if you just watch football enough, are going to be able to say this guy is the number one pick in this draft, and it's clear-cut and dry. I think that's why a lot of people uh, 
have made the comparison to him because they see similar traits and just like the improvisational skills in the pocket and then those arm angles. You're right. And we do know that nothing's, you know, nothing's what it seems to be all the time. So once again, could it still not work out? It couldn't. Uh, But I'm just telling you, I watch enough college football and I watch enough pro football to say, man, you know, it's got this guy's got it, so to speak. Scotty, thanks, buddy. Have a good weekend. All right. Yeah, there's uh, sometimes it's a little reckless, but there's a lot of that. There's a lot of the, you know, I'll just put my arm down here now and, you know, zing it this way. And now, now what do I have to do to avoid this rusher? And sometimes the arm angles can change. Right. His, his, mover, his maneuverability in the pocket is, is very impressive. O- avoid the extended arms. You know, sometimes yeah. you got to avoid those arms. Unblocked guy coming off the corner. Yeah. The running back's releasing free. Now you've got to find a way to get him the football. That's why people are making the comparisons. Mahomes does ridiculous stuff. I mean, you know, we've, we've joked about it. You've seen the videos probably on social media. Like, he's Uncle Rico. Like, on Uncle Rico's, uh, it's perfect this week since uh, Connor did Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, he did. Or was that? Yeah, that was this week, right? Yeah, that was this week. Um, that was yesterday. You know, Pursuit he, of Happiness he, was last week. He's Uncle Rico on Uncle Rico's, uh, you know, tape that he sent out to the coaches. Like, it's. It's all nonsense, and then all of a sudden you see it overlaid with Mahomes. You're like, wait, he's just stealing Uncle Rico's moves. It's like those that those little like bits of improvisation and the change of arm angles and the throws he can make. And yeah, you do see a lot of that on the film of Williams. And it's not all perfect. I bet you could look at some of the the, the, the college tape. And uh, Mahomes came out after his uh, his junior season. You could probably look at some of the tape, and and, and plenty of evaluators were probably scared off by some of that. We're scared off by the the weird arm angles and the drop-down stuff. Think, well, he's not going to be able to get away with that in the NFL. And Mahomes, I, I hate to start comparing anybody to Mahomes because he's he might be one-on-one. So, you know, can I, he even be close to being as good? That's the question. I almost think the arm angle stuff is a prerequisite at this point. Being able to uh, adjust the way you throw the ball within the pocket. I mean, yeah, the, like if, if yeah. Josh Allen and Jordan Love, like if the top quarterbacks are doing that, that I feel like just makes a, such a huge difference. I mean, that's great if it comes naturally, but the ability to force that is a little bit weird. And it's when guys get sloppy and they start dropping that arm angle just to go, you know, because it's more comfortable right. that the ball might sail, start to get weird on you. So as I long mean, as they can control it, and, and then as long as it's something naturally that, you know, it happens, hey, I don't like throwing from here. But I'm required to throw from here because of the circumstances. I was reading an article. I can't remember where it was, Yerk, about Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, and, like, what changed from college to pro for him. And a lot of it was about, like, where he held the ball and kind of where he threw from. And the thing that made him fall was a lot of, like, the Jeff Tedford, you know, like, for a long time, Jeff Tedford, who was a longtime coach at Cal, had, like, some real prolific passers. They never went on to have great success in the NFL, right? Yeah. And so that... We still, to this day, sometimes dog guys for, well, that school doesn't produce quarterbacks, or this coach never produced quarterbacks. And, like, the thing that they were saying made Rodgers fall was, like, that sort of typical Tedford thing where they they were very mechanical and stiff. And Rodgers talked about learning as he went on in his career, and he did it as well as anybody when he had to sort of, like, his maneuverability was, okay, now I'll get on the pocket and I'll throw it on the run. And he was like, to me, Rodgers is the best thrower of the football on the run that I've ever seen. He's the most accurate quarterback I've in my life. More than Steve Young. I didn't see Fran Tarkenton, but he's the most accurate quarterback I've ever seen on the run, if that makes sense. His ball placement when he was on the run was incredible. And a lot of times it was those different arm angles and like, 
And he talked about, like, that's what helped him thrive in the NFL. And they just, talent evaluators didn't see it in college because he didn't do it. He didn't do it, yeah. And so maybe Charlie's right. Like, you need, no, I hear what you're saying. You don't want bad habits to set in where that's all you're doing. Right. But maybe it is, like, a prereq now in what these coaches are looking for. Like, you know. How much can he be adaptable and how much can he change that arm angle when he has to? It's like pushing it, – it's playing within the structure, but you're you're pushing the boundaries of what the structure right. can do. Yeah. And then other guys can have that like sort of mecha- – like Peyton Manning had that sort of mechanical stiff ball up here, remember? Yeah. Like his yeah. whole career and it worked for Peyton Manning. 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Between these two teams said this was going to be a key. Getting into those manageable third downs and play great situational football. Just gets rid of it. Hit as he throws. He's got it. Nico Collins. First and goal. Run to set this up. What could be the final play of this first quarter? Fake the pitch, find Collins, got good blocking. Collins has the corner, and he finds it. Touchdown, Houston. What a response. Four weeks ago, gave up 13 pressures. We have Fant in at left tackle. As this one goes to Brevin Jordan, the tight end, makes a man miss, and then shows off the speed. Jordan, pedal to the middle. He's gone. Touchdown, Texans. 76 yards. Play action for Stroud. Good protection. Loads it up. Fires downfield. Excellent touch. Perfectly delivered. Touchdown, Dalton Schultz. Stroud strikes again for 37 yards. Boy, what will C.J. Stroud do for an encore? He is just so impressive, man. He faced a good defense, uh, a duh, in the Browns last week. But I will say there were pretty dramatic home and road splits for that defense for whatever reason. Yes. Like really dramatic. But Cleveland's defense was good. He's going to face another really good one this week. And we'll get into some of the nitty-gritty as we break down all four games. And he's got to do it on the road now as we break down all the games coming up after 1 o'clock. I I still love that stat Waddle gave. Um, C.J. Stroud became just the third quarterback, not rookie, the third quarterback ever to lead the league in yards per game, average yards passing per game, and touchdown-to-interception ratio. And the only other two guys who have ever done it in the history of professional football are Joe Montana and Tom Brady. And this guy did it as a rookie. It is a fabulous statistic, and he is just so impressive. Can't wait to watch him again this weekend. Hopefully they keep that game close. Let's say hi to... I'm going to go here, Yerk. Sean and Crystal Lake wants to talk about Caleb Williams. Go ahead, Sean. Hey, how are you doing? Congratulations on your anniversary, guys. Thank uh, you. I'm sure if, I'm, if I was there, you guys would look beautiful, I'm uh, sure. Of course, yes. Thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, just uh, about Caleb and Justin, you know, it's interesting to, you know, take Caleb, but, you know, what would you compare him to? Is, is what, what team would be the closest to the NFL team that he played against in the past year? What team that, that he no- played against would be closest yeah. to an NFL team? Jeez, that's yeah, hard. Yeah, would that I mean. be well, Notre, I mean, Notre Dame? Comparatively speaking, I think it would have been Oregon, Washington. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Any of the guys okay. that were like on the back end of their schedule. 
So, so if you look at the Notre Dame, I mean, that's I, I didn't get to see a ton of his games, but the Notre Dame game, he looked like a deer in headlights, yeah. running all over. It was a bad look. You know, so if you if we get him, what are we surrounding him with? You know, I, I feel like our offensive line has improved, mm-hmm. but are we to the point where we can protect him, or is he going to look like that same Caleb Williams well, that we saw in that game? Uh, yeah, I, and, and listen, and Sean, thanks for checking in. At some point, you've got to find a quarterback, you hope anyway, that does elevate the play of everybody around him. I think good quarterbacks, the great ones, do that. Now, Green Bay's got a very impressive offensive line. There's no doubt. It's one of the reasons I bet Green Bay's over. I didn't think Jordan Love was going to be this good. But I bet they're over based on, you know... By the way, that all happened with Bakhtiari getting hurt again I know, it did. But their line's good. Yeah. Now, Houston... Houston, in fairness, has a, an all-world left tackle. Houston's offensive line, in terms of PFF's pass-blocking grade for the end of the season, was only three, I think it was four, they were four spots ahead of the Bears. There wasn't that much of a dramatic difference, according to PFF's people, throughout the course of the season in their final grade, from the Bears as a pass-blocking group to the Texans as a pass-blocking group. You know what I'm saying? And yes. I only bring that up to say the great quarterbacks, even sometimes regardless of who's protecting them or what's around them, can bring everybody up. The Bears' problem on their offensive line was continuity with each other and the center position. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's their problem. Their health was an issue. When you line up Darnell Wright, you line up Nate Davis. You line up a brand new center next year that you're going to get in the second round. I hope, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to you maneuver. Get a second round pick. You got to maneuver to get a second round pick. I get it, yep. but nobody's going off the list. There's not a center going off the list in the first round. You've got to yeah, be. You got to be off the charts, fantastic. Usually, and if you go back in history, you'll find out how many centers have been drafted in the last 24 years. You won't find a lot. Pouncy, you'll find. In the first round, you Right. You know, with the, yes. Yeah. Yes, in the first round is exactly what was I Was Creed Humphrey a first rounder? No, no chance. You know, he was a second rounder. Yeah. yeah Creed Humphrey was a second so rounder. So my point is, is the second round is where you find centers. Once you improve the center position, you've got Tevin Jenkins, who you're going to re-sign. They like Braxton Jones. I think he's a little light in the ass, and he's a little too tall, and he's got to really play at a level. If he doesn't play at his level, he's going to have a problem. Tevin Jenkins in the final game, for one reason or another, decided to throw his technique out the window. Terrible. But we will all agree that Tevin Jenkins during the year had some real impressive tape. It's impressive. Yeah. All right. Some real impressive. So you're replacing the center. Okay. Your center. Otherwise, you're keeping your other four. The cries of the offensive line is crap. Got to be careful a little bit. I'm with you. You got to be careful. I'm tired of the criticism. Improvement there is, but I'm with you here. Blind criticism of the offensive line with no criticism for the quarterback doesn't doesn't sit for me. I'm with you. It doesn't sit for me. Okay, the support of number one only and everything else around him is crap. I don't buy. There's percentages of blame to go around. So if you're going to come with a balanced thought appropriately blaming what you need to blame. But I'm telling you what the problem with the offensive line was. Continuity. There was no continuity. You had a crappy training camp because your head coach decided to run a crappy training camp, (laughs) give people games off for no apparent reason, like there was some sort of juggernaut that's been to the playoffs and won their division for 10 straight years. Okay? So improve your training camp because your training camp was lackluster and crap. And whoever told you it was good was wrong. And it reflected an 0-4 start this year. 
It okay. really was lackluster, wasn't so it? So continuity against it with the offensive line. Brand new center in there. I think you've got your offensive line in a good situation as you move forward. All right, well said. All right, back to your phone calls, and we'll break down all the games. we got uh, 30 uninterrupted minutes coming up, so uh, plenty of time to get after a few things and take your calls. We're back in two minutes.